Welcome to the How To Podcast with Daniel and Matt. In our podcast, the two of us explore what's behind how, behind your operating way. We see this as an extension of the academy, a place to continue our learning and drive our culture. Through interviews and conversations, we'll aim to share best practices from inside and outside the Honey Group. And you can expect some fun and insightful conversations with some inspiring people. This episode is special because Matt took the Academy on tour so that he was able to meet Raphael, the general manager of Beka Desley North America. With Raphael, he's talking about um, the general strategy of Beka Desley North America and how the transformation and change is going and what they're doing together with Matt now to accompany that change. So hello, everybody. Um, we're back. Uh, it's the How To Podcast, um, but this time we're on tour. Yes, uh, we're in Mexico. Well, I say we, um, Daniel's not here. So I'm in Mexico and I'm here with Rafael Rodriguez, who's the president of BD North America. And I've been here all week. And Rafael has very kindly um, given us some time to join us on the podcast. So Rafael, firstly, it's lovely to have you here. Um, welcome. And um, I guess we should probably start with a little bit of, of why I'm here and what you've been trying to achieve in your time here. So over to you. Excellent. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for coming all the way to Mexico <laughs> to do this for us. Uh, the, the, it has been an amazing week for, for my team and for myself. And uh, I already seen some of the impact because I'm hearing some feedback and things that they're already planning they want to do next and all that. So thank you for that. And um, as a little bit of background, uh, Becker Desley North America started a business turnaround initiative a couple of years ago that is based on the principle of becoming a world-class supplier so that we don't have to compete for lower price. We become the supplier of choice, far superior than all of our competitors. Now, to accomplish this, we focus on talent, Yep. both uh, putting in place an exceptional leadership team, but also focusing on talent development and retention. So you're interested, that's, that's your secret to success. Those two things you see as the exceptional leadership team and that developing talent, that's the way you'll drive this business forward. On the talent side, then there are other couple of components on the strategy. One is innovation. Yep. We focus a lot on innovation. And the third one is developing and implementing world-class companies, process, and systems. Right now, we have launched four initiatives simultaneously where we're implementing quality management systems, sales and operations planning, product lifecycle management, and lean. So this strategy is, is based on a traditional competitive advantage framework where competitive advantage is obtained through cost position, and differentiation. And the thing that impact those things the most are internal skills, capabilities, and systems. That is why we are focusing our strategy in these areas. Wow. So that's what we've been working on. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a list. I yeah. mean, that's a list to work with. So, so now, Rafael, you know I'm gonna dig in a little bit further on the talent development side of things because, you know, that, that, that's my world and, you know, anybody listening on this will know that, uh, we're always fascinated in terms of leaders and how they work on this. So 
what is it specifically around the talent development that you're looking to do? And I guess that perhaps explains a bit of why I've been here. Yeah, well, two things. One, we have placed a high-level emphasis on training and developing at all levels of the organization. But most of it has been done at the user level, like we're developing in all these systems, training people on, on Lean, on DPMs, on quality management systems. Uh, but we also feel it's very important to train our leadership team. Yeah. And that's why you're here. I, I'm, I'm thrilled that we started this idea, kicking this idea six months ago, and it's now a reality. Um, one of the things we've done, we have select training as one of the key tools for enacting change yeah. and changing the culture. Right. So we're here in terms of, and you get to see the message in terms of we're here to change that culture and to, to move that forward. And I know, you know, if I look at the leaders, like firstly, this is hugely impressive place to be. I mean, it, it's, it's a wow. And the first thing, moment you walk through the door, you get to feel the presence of this place and, and the people that work here. But, but we've been working with those top 60 leaders and, and the ambition there is, you know, we've, we've been working with them to, as you say, is to move the culture, is to get them to think differently, to develop things differently in terms of, and yeah, it, it's, it's hugely exciting to see the change that they've made. Like you say, even in these couple of days, um, I've had people, so to give you some idea of two programs, one program followed by another, and people that are on the first program are all coming back through the door wanting to talk to me further about, you know, how we work this and how we move this forward and such like, and, you know, the impact it had for them. So it, it's been amazing in terms of this piece. So this is our new thinking of bringing the academy on tour, of actually taking the academy away from you know, our uh, Duisburg home as such and actually bringing it to meet people like yourselves in terms of the ambition to shift cultures to move the organization forward. Uh, I guess we put this plan together a couple of weeks ago, in terms of a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago in terms of to do this, but it's, it, it's all part of your master plan to move that thing forward, right? Correct. Actually, what we're doing here this week is highly complementary of the turnaround strategy. It has a lot to do with how we work better, more efficiently, and some of the targets that we have, and, and, and also succession planning, because uh, we want to develop a powerful team that people can also grow and up for other opportunities somewhere in other Becker is a global company yeah. so uh, so succession planning is very critical for us because some of the things we're doing here would have great benefit in other all the other locations yeah and this this is you know it's it's exciting for us to come out and to actually see the impact we can have for such a being on the road but i know you've got bigger plans for us in terms of so other opportunities that you think Haniel can help you with yes so one of the things we're doing in this particular program, obviously, we're coming back in January. Yeah. We're, we're going back. now to the U.S. in January yeah, to, we're sorry to, about to that. finalize our part two of our program. Um, but also, I think that Haniel should take the show on the road and with a different uh, umbrella companies and, uh, and globally and, and not only focus on leadership development, but it would be very beneficial to do things like lean training, like sustainability talent management and all these other things that we go through how, but at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, we've done some of these things at a very high level, only like the top leadership team participate in these things. Yeah. It would be great if we can come to the locations and cascade it along all, all, all levels of organization. 
And I know this is, and this is one of the questions that we've been wrestling with ourselves. And I know Thomas asked you when he was over recently, and many people have seen his posts from, from Mexico, but how do we get this right the way down through the culture, like you say, because, you know, as much as I'd love to spend all my time here, as everyone knows, I, you know, always good for a trip somewhere, but, but the reality is that we need it to live and breathe and become part of the culture. So yeah, the, I guess the exciting thing for me is that right now I've got 16 names of leaders that want to train this. So I've got 16 of your top leaders that are all telling me, right, you need to teach me how to do this so I can take this down through the structure and take it to the people that need it, I guess. Yeah, that's a very exciting possibility that I, I wasn't aware it was available until you brought it up on Monday. Obviously, my name is one of those. Yeah, because exactly. I think I think, uh, I think it would be great if we can become uh, experts or proficient in, in teaching yeah. this in cascade so that we can continue cascading and growing the process. And I think that's, you know, the, <clears throat> that's always been our ambition with the academy is to bring the content out and to, to get people to be able to use the content and take it to the next stage. And, you know, we, we always felt like we would be in some ways the limiting factor because there's, you know, it's a small team and, and we're there to perhaps begin these journeys. Um, and then having the train the trainer option, which is, yeah, is there for all of our content as such, so that leaders can take it further into their own teams or into their own you know, organization and take it further. Um, and, you know, and, and your team has been exceptional on this in terms of, like we say, it's, it's straight off. As soon as we finished on the first program, there was a queue of names sort of appearing on a page saying, I want in, I want in. Um, even bizarrely with some people saying, I want in and my three and my team are going to want in the moment they've experienced it as well. So, you know, you'll need to add those to the list. And to be honest, there are additional numbers that have yet to be added to this list. Um, but th this piece of, of bringing a train the trainer out and, and really affecting the culture is, is the ambition for all of us to make a, you know, a measurable difference in terms of what we do. And, you know, I said to you, Raphael, it is really impressive to, to walk around this place. But I think you know, one of the things for me that you know, kind of shone out on the way around was we took a tour. And, and if you ever get the chance to come out here, it's, it's amazing to see the growth and the, the, the sort of the, the journey that this site has been on. But we met the DPM boards. And the DPM boards are, I mean, the enthusiasm. And we, we all commented in terms of just the feverish sort of activity around the DPM boards is, is, is infectious. And I've had some of those leaders on the program and, and they're eager to tell you about the DPM journey. I, I mean, maybe you can explain a bit more about what you've done and how you've been so successful with that. Well, a uh, couple of things. Early, early when the opportunity came up for the discussion that uh, this was going to be one of our top priorities for 2022, uh, Mexico, which you already met some of these guys, how competitive they are. They jump on the opportunity to pioneer DPM systems as the lighthouse for Baker Desley across the globe. So um, today, Mexico has achieved the highest level of DPM maturity in the whole Baker Desley. They have boards level two and level three main maturity. So, so it's been very successful. Now, some of the keys to our success has been commitment all the way from the top. Yeah. So when we did the first Kaizen to do the DPM board here for finishing, it was a week Kaizen. I was there the whole week in the Kaizen. And Dirver Lee came, who heads our CI global in addition to HR. So he was also here the whole week. 
So people see that this is something that's not only coming from our shareholder, but also that the leadership, the senior leadership of the company is fully behind it. So that has been a very, very positive in terms of the implementation and sustainability of the, the Yeah, it, it's, and, and you know, it, and, and the exciting thing, Rafael, is watching, you can see how much commitment you guys have put together. I mean, I've, I've had dinner with you guys and, and you know, and, and DPM is a topic of conversation. It, it's, it's like, it's everywhere we talk about DPM and, and what it brings you as an organization. And, you know, like you say, it's, it's like everybody is behind it. Everybody's supporting it. Everybody is helping it develop. And yeah, the level twos and level threes make me chuckle because everyone keeps telling me, yeah, but I'm, I'm waiting for the chance to meet my level two. And, you know, and I'm, I'm really close to it and I'm going to be there. Um, so it's, it's, it's hugely exciting to see the journey of DPM, but it, and it almost feels like you're taking that same thing to the, to the cultural change of, you know, everybody got behind it. It's making the impact. The people have grabbed it. It's got some momentum and it's really starting to affect things. And now you're doing the same with the culture. If every leader is behind it, it's gaining its momentum. It's, you know, we're at the very beginning of it, but it will gain its momentum. And I have every sense that with that much push, it can't, you know, it can't fail. It, it's it's going to go through. It's just a, you know, a process of getting there. And that'll connect, I guess, from Canada all the way to Mexico. Yes. I think that this is going to be very successful. I, I can see the the spirit and the, the excitement that it's generating. Um, the other thing on, on DPNs that... Yeah. And this is, you know, this they did this on their own here in the plan that is very interesting is that every department, once they implement it, they actually go to other departments to help them. There's no such a thing as, oh, I want to be the only one certified. No, literally. And then because of that initiative, then we actually expanded. So now the team from here are going to Tijuana, our other plan in the west coast of Mexico, to help them implement. And the team from there is going to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And now we just started this strategy to put in the newly acquired company, Maxim, in Canada so that we can implement it in Montreal. But this is at a lower level. They are the ones making this decision. In fact, one of the things that I, I was thrilled they did, on their own, they, they, they created this wonderful video about their experience and their journey with DPN, so that, and they posted in our Jammer, which is, goes across global, Becardesic globally, so that to try to get other Becardesic locations to join in. So th th this is, and, and if we get a chance, Raphael, I'd, I'd love on the podcast, we'll put a link so that people can watch that video because I watched the video and uh, yeah, you can see, you can see the energy and the excitement in terms of doing it. And the bit that people won't see is, it's the way the video was shared with me is you must watch it. You must watch it. Come and sit down, come sit down. Here's the laptop. You know, we're going to make you work. This is, is, people are so excited to show you what they're doing and how successful they're being in terms of, and I can't say it often enough that they're scratching the surface of, you know, that there's so much you can see. The measurable pieces at the moment are there, but but the enthusiasm tells you that they're going to drive this thing further and further and 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 make a bigger difference. Um, the the joined up thinking that travels through that you said of, you know, our job is to help them to be able to adopt it, and equally them, the other locations are all going, but we want it as well. So quickly come to us and help us that that's something special for everybody to sort of learn from and i think there's a great deal we can take back from that so Raphael, tell me in terms of the turnaround then are, are you complete now have we got to the 
you know, is, is this the final part of the turnaround? Or no, where are we? no, not at all. We have come a long way, but there's still a lot of work to do. Um, both on the business side or the practical side of the business. Next year, we want to focus on cash management. Yeah. We want to focus on, you know, getting more of the revenue to drop to the bottom line because with all the improvements we've done, we, we, we're not seeing enough, uh, yeah. bottom line improvement. And also we want to focus on sustainable, um, actually profitable sustainability wow. because, uh, what we are learning on with sustainability also is that when you do it, you start twisting. It's very easy to derail it when the business goes bad on profitability, but if, but if, but if it pays for itself, yeah. It, it could be very successful. Yeah. And that, that's, you know, it, it, having seen some of the products you've got there and the, the opportunity, I, I just, I know that you've got an exciting future with the customers now starting to turn and, and queue up to actually see you. I know next week is a, a busy week for you in terms of opportunities. So look, Rafael, in terms of having had the pleasure of joining this experience and, you know, maybe giving people a little insight as to what's going on here and, and the impact you're having and the journey that the organization is going through. I guess I, I always want to sort of bring it back to, you know, is there something we can share with other leaders, with, with new emerging leaders that aspire to, to get to your level and to, you know, to be able to, to, to you know, coordinate such a, a big transformation? What, what advice would you give those newer leaders as they're coming through from your experience? Well, it's all about the people. They are the ones who make this happen. So, so my recommendation is lead by example. Yeah. Demonstrate your dedication. Show integrity on everything that you do. And genuinely care about people's best interests. And ultimately, always provide recognition and credit to your team for their accomplishments. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, thank you so much for one, for the opportunity to be here. Secondly, for joining us on the podcast, because yeah, Rafael, as you can imagine, is a busy man. And, and to take the amount of time you've taken with us is, is just living out the principles that you've just talked about in terms of, of the dedication you have to the people as you work your way through. So look, everybody, thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. Um, yeah, it's been amazing to be out here in, in Mexico. Um, I'm sure we'll give you the next stage of the journey when we're together in the US and we, we tell you a little bit more of the train the trainer and perhaps what's happening in the next stage of BD's journey here in North America. It, it's been um, a fascinating time and uh, yeah, well, I hope everybody enjoys their Christmas and uh, catch you all soon. Bye now.